Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everybody, welcome to the Rangers Rabble podcast, live from Lounge 72. Nay hat tonight, Martin. Nay hat, and I've had a haircut, there you go. <laughs> Matt's, Matt's, Matt's been better wow. dressed. Wow, <laughs> wow. How does it look? It's not bad, where do you get it finished? <laughs> right, okay, so like I say, we're treating this as a normal podcast, so we will jump straight into it. Um, Rangers announced today, obviously, that Ryan Jack... Um, has got a new contract, a one-year contract extension. We spoke about it earlier on the Rangers Rabble Patreon. Anybody who hasn't signed up to the Rabble Patreon, I would imagine all the people here are. If you aren't, then click the link in the description. Um, but yeah, Ryan Jack, your contract extension, Kev, what do you think? That was a no-brainer for me. Uh, and it's only another year. And he's important to the team when he plays really, he can play really well, he holds us together. Yeah, you can look at the side of it when he's maybe injured and you think, he should be playing more games, but I think Michael will use him in important games next season, and maybe other games will keep will rest him. I'm just hoping he decides to maybe give Scotland a bye, but that's up to Ryan himself. God, I look fat, don't I? I wasn't going to say that, Martin, but I look absolutely huge. <laughs> going to turn that off? That's horrendous. Um, I hear this quite a lot. Mark mentioned about if Ryan Jack's going to stay because he's so injury prone that he has to, you know, give up playing for Scotland, but. Surely Rangers obviously can't ask him that, and I don't think the supporters can we expect that. No, I don't think we can. I think that um, I think it's something that he needs to he needs to come to that conclusion himself. I think that um, twofold. I think he's a great player. I think that what he what he brings to the club. I don't think any other player at the club can do that. I think that um, obviously he's he said his injuries and stuff, and and it's probably a something that. They've obviously took in consideration, hence why he's only got a year. Um, I don't know. I think that you'll maybe you'll maybe find there'll be an announcement soon regarding his uh, international career. But it's obviously for for Europe as well. That's another Scottish player in the door as well. That's that's going to add to that kind of quota. So 
Yeah, no, I'm happy. I'm happy he's signed. As I said, I think he's a smashing player. I just worry about his fitness. That's that's the massive thing for me. But we'll see. As I said, he's in the door. He knows the club. He knows what it's all about. And obviously, for me, I'm, I'm quite happy. I just actually ask everybody in here, just raise your hands. Were Rangers right to reward Ryan Jack with a new contract? Any anybody against it? Anybody apart from Curry? Anybody against it? Oh 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 oh! We've got one. We've got one. Why? Shout out why? Injury problems. Just purely injury. So injury problems care. Um, it's a valid point. It's a valid point, but it's only another year, Martin. We're not going to get everybody in in this one window. We're going to have to maybe wait till January and maybe next summer to get more players in. And He's not going to be a massive expense in the wage bill. And he's got experience. He knows the club and he's Scottish and he, brings up the, he gets into the quarter. So, and we all know when Ryan Jack's playing really well, other players beside him play well because he falls into positions and lets other players go forward. For me... Like I said at the start, it's a no-brainer. I would keep Ryan Jack every day of the week, if you ask me. So people will disagree, but that's my opinion. Will he be in and around the first-team squad much next season, Mark, or do you think he'll be more used as backup? I, ho- I hope he will. I hope that... Um, you need to get that microphone tight. Yeah, so. I know, I know. I know. It's, uh, I'll get there. I'll get there. But uh, no, I hope I hope he is. As I said, he brings something different to the, to the team. I think that there's... The way he reads the game, the way he covers from left backs, right backs, is something that that you can't really teach. You can you can talk players through that, but you can't teach that that kind of positional play. And that for me is worth its weight in gold. If we could get him fit and playing most of the games, then he's 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 a massive asset. But this is the thing, as I said, I think he's going to be sporadic into the squad. Um, I think that he will, it will come into come into big games. I think, and it just depends on his fitness, really. I, I think that he needs to kind of get to the bottom of all these wee niggles. Um, if he does, we've got a smashing player. If he doesn't, then I think we're looking to bring players in that have that have can can cover that position and and kind of can push him to get himself fit. So I think it's a it's a good bit of business. A year's perfect. He's got a year to kind of get himself fit and prove himself. So. Looking forward to uh, him playing and see him watch him play. The good thing about doing this in front of a crowd is you can kind of I can ask the same questions over and over and over again. Um, and I'm going to ask you, Kia, Glenn Kamara. Um, what what linked and rumoured with? How do you, how do you say it? Sifentes, Sifentes, I think that's Sifentes. That's how you say it. Um, Ryan Jack went offered a new deal. Obviously, Lundstrom still got a bit of time to go on his contract. Is Kamara the obvious one that we should look to offload? I think Lundstrom and Kamara should be, if he can get money for him, I think both, both should go. Aye. To me, Lundstrom's, I'm just not a big fan of John Lundstrom, so I'm not going to really say anymore. But I think we have, to, we have to bring in a kind of younger players, we have to bring in more dynamic players. And I think Lundstrom's, he's too safe, he's too simple, he's, everything's safe with my like players to take a risk. You might, people might know, but somebody like Campbell likes to take a risk at times. When Lundstrom first came into Rangers, he was trying that, but. This season, maybe last season, he's been 
playing safe ball too much for me. And I'm going forward. So what about his recent performances? Oh, he played quite well against Celtic as well. Uh, but the league's finished, Martin. It's when you really need to do it. You need to step up to Martin's on it for me. So to me, I would sell him back to a championship club in England. Kamara is that far out of the picture. I think he'll be away anyway. But I think Michael Beale has to build for the future. And I think, like I said, they will. But it might not be this full window, but he will build. And Ryan Jack's a perfect one to stay. And I think out everybody, everybody else who's out of contract, they probably will be leaving. But he said that himself, Michael Beale. He's always wanted Ryan Jack to stay since he's come in. So I think that's happening. But I don't think anybody else will. I thought my Arfield would, but I don't think he will. You said you're not a fan of... Uh, Lundstrom, but you're a big fan of Ross Wilson. That didn't really work out, did it? Ah, yeah. <laughs> no comment. Does, does anybody in here, um, just for, again, raise your hands because nobody watching on YouTube can hear you. Um, Lundstrom, stay. Hands up, Lundstrom, stay. I can see people, Brian. Right, Lundstrom, go. I said hands, Aldo. I said hands. <laughs> right, okay. Undecided then. There's quite a few people who put their hands up. Yeah. Undecided. Undecided. Mark? Yeah, I'm going to shut up girls' dreams here. I, th <laughs> I, I, think, I think that Lundstrom... Ross Wilson done that. Yeah, well, we know that. We know that. No, well, Ross Wilson couldn't sit in this seat. It's too high for him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for me, Lundstrom, I think Lundstrom's at a good age. I think that he's. It, you've seen how good he can be. I think there's maybe, I don't know, I'd, I'd, I'd like to think that there's something slightly... I want to get that microphone technique worked out. Sorry, sorry, boss. <laughs> um, I think that there's, I think there's a player in there, 100%. I think that um, if we get the, uh, the, the Lundstrom that we know, then... He's, he's a smashing player and he's an asset to the team. All right, sometimes this season he's been safe and maybe a bit kind of slack in passing. And, but I think he's a good player. I think that he's he's definitely... Look, we never paid in for him. So he's definitely worth uh, in the squad. And he's fighting for... If he's in there fighting for his place, you maybe see him step up and, and be a better player and be that player that we know he can be. Again, I'm going to keep repeating myself throughout this whole this whole podcast. But as we are live and we have people watching, um, another discussion that comes up a lot is the goalkeeping position. Robbie McCrory. I know the goalkeeper's name, Aldo. Robbie McCrory. Um, is he good enough in your eyes to be number one going forward? And and also, he should get the rest of the games through this season. Or right. do you think we might see McGregor make a cameo and then sign a New Year's contract? Hopefully not, but I think Alan will play maybe the last game, or maybe the last ten minutes of a game, maybe against St. Mon or whatever. Even the last home game against Hearts. But Robbie should be in the goals between now and the end of the season. I think he's not done anything wrong. I think his record's really good. He's commands his box really, talks to defence. He comes out off his line and he reads a game well, Robbie. So he's actually impressed me. I mean, I seen him at Livingston a few years ago. I know it was a wee while back, and he would look very nervous. He's not been looking like that since he went to Rangers first team. So you have to give the boy a chance. It just depends who they bring in. I mean, by all accounts, it was Jack Butlin, but reading between the lines with the media and stuff like that, that might be out of the window because I think my aunt have offered them double the money to stay. So we'll probably decide to be a third-choice goalkeeper. I despise Man United, by the way. Don't have to tell us that, Matt. I mean, me and Graham know that a hundred times, so don't have to keep telling us. <laughs> 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 they take call for money. Uh, 
But I just think Robbie deserves a chance, but it depends who Michael Beale brings in. I think he will bring in another goalie. Do we need to bring in another goalkeeper? Yes, definitely, aye. Anybody think we don't? Anybody happy with Robbie? Right, so three people. All right, so we need to bring in another goalkeeper then, Mark. Yeah, I, I said it. I said it last night when we were talking about it. I think that I don't. I don't listen to you. So. No, 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 you don't. I know you don't. You same as most people. But um, thanks very much, Curry. The uh, if if McCrory was good enough, it would be number one now. The boy's what 25, 26, and he's no anywhere near this first team. He's he's here now. But he's here now because we've had two poor goalies all season. And we've had two poor goalies all season and he's still not getting into the side. So what does that say? As I said, I said last night that the it boy... Doesn't, it doesn't matter what that says, though. Surely his performance is on the park is what we should be judging him on. And he's played, correct me if I'm wrong, four times for the first team, four clean sheets, twice against them. And he's always looked good to me. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I get that, but... As I said last night, we have, as a fan base, we do that whole thing where we build them up, build them up, build them up, and then knock them down. We do it all the time. We do it to all the players that we bring in, especially young players, especially homegrown players. We do it all the time. We've done it young Leon King did this season. It was it was he single-handedly at, what, 18? Holding, holding the defence together. And all of a sudden, we're slaughtering them. Fans are terrorising this boy online. This boy's, this boy's just been fired into Champions League games and he's playing against quarter of a quarter of a billion worth of players and we're slaughtering them, we're terrorising them. So we build this young boy up and don't bring in another first team, first team goalkeeper, then the exact same thing's going to happen. We've done it, we've done it this season. We 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 took the easy option, the lazy option, and we, we never brought anybody in because we didn't want to spend the money. And we thought, McGregor, we could get another year on. Didn't it work? And all of a sudden, panic stations. And how many points has that cost us? So I think what you do is you bring a first-team goalie in, decent money, decent goalkeeper, decent uh, CV, and if Robbie McClory is good enough... Robbie who? Thing me. Robbie thing me. If, if he's good enough, then he proves he's good enough. He'll be number two, and it's up to him to fight for that shot. Simple as that. All right, so moving on for McCrory then, Kerr. Um, there's, what, four games left this season? Um, do we see Ryan Kent in any of them? No, I think Ryan's away. Uh, Aye, but do we, do we see him in the remaining four games? Does he get another game? No. Three games. No, he'll not get Thank another, you. He'll not get another game. I'm not. I think that's what, last we've seen Ryan Kent. I think he's uh, they decided he's off ski. I think Michael Bill just saying, well, if you're off ski, no point in playing you. No point in playing guys. It's, look at them. Don't look at me. No point, in, no point in playing guys who want to leave. That's different when you're maybe playing Al McGregor. Players will maybe leaving after a contract runs out like McGregor. I feel but, uh, bringing, I'm not saying Stephen Davis can't play, but bringing him out to meet the fans. But guys like Morelos and Kent, they decided they want to be elsewhere. So just let them go. I mean, it's, but we're a football club, we've seen it for years. Our favourites leave and we have to move on. I mean, you're only the favourites as long as they're at a club. As soon as they move on, you forget about them and somebody else comes through, they only take a position. So it's just time to move on. We need to move forward because we've been stuck in a rut for the last couple of seasons. The scores went stale and it's time for a rebuild. And I think Michael will get it right. But I think it'll take more than the summer, but I think he will get it right. 
and I want folks' opinions on this this next question. Um, but I'll take it to you first, Mark. What's went wrong this season? <laughs> Million dollar question. Oh, thanks for that one. Ah. Multitude. That's what happens, by the way, when you don't prepare and you've got nothing written down. No, no, just I, the first question that comes I, out of your head. Under a bus. Under a bus. Um, what's went wrong? Oh, multitude of things. Absolute multitude of things. Poor recruitment for a start. Um, I think lack of form as well has has been massive in this in this squad. I think you like to your Caris, Kent, Morelos, just no doing it. Just no doing it at all. And is it we obviously spoke about Kamara earlier? Kamara's no been the same player. Absolutely not the same player this season. So if he's just went, Do you know what? I don't really want to be there anymore. And for me, what we should have done was when we won fifty five, we should have we should have capitalized on that and built on that. And we never done that. We we should have brought in, we should have spent maybe a few bob on bringing in three or four first team players that were that were better than what we had. Spend all our budget on bringing class in, and we never done it. What we done was we, we we stagnated, and we left that for what's happened now. We're looking at massive, massive turnover of players, massive this summer, and the problem is that. All these players that are leaving know they're leaving and don't want to be here. So you're trying to get a tune out of players that are no really kind of not really want to fight and, and be here and look to the future because they know they're going. So as I said, yeah, I mean, you could be here all day talking about this. You really could, but as I said, it all comes back to probably recruitment. If, if we should have built on what we had, I think uh, Gerald said it. Um, fix the roof when the sun's shining. We never done it. We and we are where we are now. We've we've had a really poor season, really, and it's been a hard watch sometimes. But that is what it is. As I said, we'll look to the future now. The season's done. Let's move on and look to hopefully uh, an exciting time over the summer, and let's hit the ground running, and uh, hopefully look forward to lots of new signings and lots of excitement moving forward. Do you want me just to absolutely kill that buzz you've just gave everybody? Let's go to care, shall we? Um, I don't know how many times me and you have spoke about transfers and the squad needs a rebuild, it needs a refresh. We need to bring in A, B, we need to get rid of C and D. And you're forever telling me that that's not a one transfer window solution. That's that's not a season solution. As it comes down to finance, it comes down to if players are available and it comes down to who the manager, if he's got the same bringing players in under, obviously the previous regime, he didn't, he's, he's seen, I think you've seen it since the January window, you've seen how they brought in Campbell and Raskin, I think if there wasn't going to be change made after that, I think we'd have maybe waited for the summer for some of these guys, but we, we had to bring them in because we knew we needed them, and the summer's going to be the same, not every, not every transfer is going to be a success right enough, you know that yourself, every time you bring something in, it might not be a success straight away, but... You have to be patient, and I think we're patient enough because we've not seen a lot of success over the last few years. We want it, everybody wants it, but you have, we have to be patient with the transfers. I think you will get it right, like I says, but it just comes down to the board trust the manager with some finance and getting the right players for the right positions. So it's hard, Martin. It's hard to change Rangers this season. You can look at A, B, and C, like Mark says, but the main reason we're not challenging is because it's just lack of quality. We're not good enough. Simple, I just not good enough. 
Thanks, Ken. I know. It's, it's, it's brutal, isn't it? It's brutal. I should have sacked him years ago. Um, is, is it the case of quality, though, Mark? Because, uh, look, the season was done. There wasn't a lot of pressure on it. But we just recently played them at our place. We humped them. Um, is there a massive, massive gap between the two teams? Is it just all quality? Or was it maybe Geo's management? Michael Beale coming in, refreshing a few things. A few a few players maybe look a bit better. Um, it can't just be purely down to quality. For me, it's desire. That's what it's done. It's it's them wanting to win, the will to win. And I don't think I don't think that that's been that's been the case. Obviously, somebody's just mentioned their mentality as well. Hundred percent. So I said that it's that old chestnut. It's. Um, you need you need to, you need to want to improve. You need to want to win. The will to win. Um, and and don't get me wrong. I don't think that this team goes out there no wanting to win. But I think there's there's a difference between having that bit in between their teeth and and the desire and the hunger to go and win games and to do well for your club. And obviously the mental ment mentality thing comes into that as well. But as I said, for me it's it's. The desire, I think that there's a lot of players in this squad that know that they're coming to the end of their, their, their tour, so to speak, at, at Rangers. And they're just thinking, it's been good, it's been good, but it's my time to go. And for me, you don't do that at the start of the season, you do that at the end of the season. And I think there's too many in this squad that's, that's thought that at the start of the season. And it's just not been good enough. Oh, the quality as well, I suppose. But, I mean... We know how good some of these players can be. So how do you explain how bad some of them have been when when we've seen them do it? We've seen them do it time and time again. They brought us last year, they brought us some amazing, amazing nights. And all of a sudden, they just cannot perform. So for me, it's desire. That's the, that's the main thing, desire and possibly mentality. I want to come and talk about the Bizgrove interview in a wee second. Um, but he's talking about desire, mentality, quality. Can we just have a wee quick conversation about just how fucking good Todd Cantwell is? TikTok Todd, as everybody calls him. <laughs> the, the boys. But he's, he's got a wee bit of arrogance, Martin, but an arrogance in a good way because he knows he's a good footballer. But the way he plays in a park, he spreads it to his teammates, he spreads it to the fans. He's seen it the other week. doesn't matter who he's playing against. He wants to get and show himself as the best in the park. That's what you want all the guys to do. But he's just a very good football player, and I think a lot of people are surprised by the other side of his game, how tough he was, and he tackles back, and he doesn't get pushed off the ball, and he's no, he doesn't have folk around his face, he fires back, and he pushes people and stuff like that. Not a lot of folk going about the water incident. To me, that was just that was just class because it was just a bit of, a bit of showmanship. But it's everybody does that in football when you do it. You football, you don't allow a team to a drink of water and stuff like that. But it's just it's just really good how he gets it. And he, he seems to have walked into Rangers. He gets the club, he gets the fans, and he gets what it's like to be playing there. He said it himself. He didn't expect the club to be as big and the fans to be as good as they were. So I think it surprised him, but he's also surprised us with his performances. And I think he's going to get better. He's not played a lot of football in the last couple of years, so he's enjoyed himself again. But I think you get a good player on about Todd Campbell, he'll get better all the time. And I think that's just something to look forward to. The only thing it'll bring back is, obviously, teams in England will start looking at him again. But you don't want that, but that's what happens when you're performing well. well. Firstly, can I just say that Brian makes me look thin on screen, doesn't he? Um, no, I don't think anybody clocked that, but um, 
Cammy, what was your point there about Todd? Well, we keep him. Mark, that's everybody has everybody has their price. Um, well, we keep him. Yeah, I think I think that's the trading model, isn't it? I think that's why we brought him in. I think we brought him in to make money on him. Let's face it. Let's let's be real. That's nowhere we are. We, I mean, we we need to. If somebody comes in with stupid money for anybody, they're going. Simple as that. Even if it Michael Beale comes in with stupid money, he's going. So that's where we are. That's that's how we survive as a club. Um, I know it's maybe not what we all want to hear, but that's that's the bottom line. I said, but for me as well, Cantwell is one of those players that is like a, a throwback to players that we used to have. He's one of these. He's got he's got a bit of swag. Don't, don't he's got a bit just of ga- don't. he's a bit of gallus. And uh, don't, 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 don't. I'm not going to say it. What do you want me to say? Do not say Paul Gascoigne. No, I'm not going to. Oh, I would. I, I, look, listen. I'm not going to compare him with Paul Gascoigne. Be real. Give us a give us a break. But you do get things mixed up quite a lot. Well, uh, it's only jo- I'm, I'm I'm only bad with geography. I'm pretty good with everything else. I'm not bad with everything else. But I'm, I'll, maybe maybe numbers. I'm not that great with numbers. But, but that's him. He's, he's numbers. He's he, well, more fractions in it. It's halves and halves and quarters in it. But uh, no, for me, he is. I was I was going to get a t-shirt made up saying it's a game of three halves. Brilliant. I could be the Rangers rabble slogan. I could have been good at Brilliant. I, I think you should. 100%. I'd buy one. Easy. I'd buy one. See the recorded stuff? Uh, See the amount of outtakes this guy's caused me, by the way. <laughs> but yes, let's get back to the podcast. Eh? Okay, boss. All right. So, Todd Cantwell, yes, a throwback, I think. Um, players that we had in the past, that kind of desire, gallusness, swagger, whatever you want to call it, um, he's got an abundance. But he's also got talent in abundance as well. I think it's a great bit of business. I think him and Raskin as well, marvellous bit of business. I think that um, that's excited me, the, the fact that Beals brought these two players in and see if he brings another three, four like that, I'll be over the moon. Absolutely over the moon, man. Right, we're about to take a very short break, um, but does anybody have any questions, anything they want to bring up? It doesn't have to be about anything that we've spoke about. It could be about anything Rangers at all and we'll answer it quickly. But if you do have a question, please ask it now. Curry, I can see the look in your eye. That could be dangerous. Yeah, I know. Oh. You're, go- you're going to re- repeat the question because people will not right, really hear right, that. Right. We're, we're going to take a short break. Um, <laughs> what about what about Tillman? Um, Scott Kerr. What about Tillman? Tillman actually said what I said the other day. He said it's up to two things. Him, Bayern and Rangers. To me, that's three things. <laughs> So he's taking a leaf out of my book. I don't know. I think reading between reading between reports with Malik, I think he likes the Rangers. I think he loves it at the club and stuff, but I think he wants to play in a better league, to be honest with you. So I don't know if he'll be back. If he does come back, we'll be happy because I think we can make money off him in a few years. But I think, yeah, there's been a few... I just, I mean, it's up to Bayern. Bayern might say, go and loan again, and if you do well, come back and challenge for the first team. If that's the case, he's going to stay with Bayern. So I think, we might have seen the last time, Alec, but he's just never known football. Has he shown enough, Mark, in a, in a Rangers shirt for supporters to want him to come back? I think so. I think so. I think that the, the, probably the sticking problem is the, the price. I think that um, that £5 million can be spent 
elsewhere better is, is, is what I think. I think that he's a talented player. I think that probably the following season, i.e. next season, he will be a brilliant player. I think that he's he's grew up, and he said it himself, he's grew up at Rangers. He, he said he wanted to thank Rangers for, for making him a man. So I think that um, he's going to be a smashing player in the future. I don't think his future's at Rangers. I wish it was. But I think that that five million can be spent elsewhere better than, than bringing in Tillman. Although I think he's a smashing player. I think he said, if I, if, if I read the, the report right, he said 10 goals and, and four assists and 22 starts. So that's that's really good. That's really good numbers. So is he worth five million? I think so. But have we got five million to spend on him? I don't think so. Can I just say, you asked the question and then spent the full answer talking to Wolf? That's, you should know better, Wolf. The stats show. You're right. But the, the stats do show, but so, so why are, I don't want to say so many, but why are some fans of the opinion that he's not good enough? I'm not saying it comes down to a five million. I think people think I can get him for less. It's great, but They'd rather, because there's other positions in the team we want to strengthen, think that we can spend that five money in other positions. But if Michael Beale wants Malikan and Malik wants to come, you bring him back. But if teams for Spain or a German club or even England go for him in loan, he's probably going to go there before he stays in Scotland, to be honest with you. Anyone else? Jamie Curry in the background? You get any questions? No? <laughs> right, we're going to take a short five-minute break. Um, for those of you watching on YouTube, the stream will stay. It will just go on mute, so don't go anywhere. Um, and we'll be back in five minutes. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Welcome back to the Rangers Rabble live show from Lounge 72. With me is Carr and Rolf. How are you doing, folks? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm fine, Brian. We were supposed to be sharing this microphone. You hold on to that one. So, well, um, I thought I'd, I thought I'd do that. Way. I'm anyway. actually feeling decidedly underdressed because you and Mark turn up in jackets, and I turn up my fucking pair of shorts. But well, there you go. Oh, I thought I'd show up you southern softies for you know what years are you know. Anyway, like West Highlander, make me don't mind the weather. Well, yes, absolutely. Anyway, car, we've got a decidedly big game this weekend at Ibrox. Um, I believe there's over ten thousand tickets sold. Um, Possibly the biggest crowd that the ladies have faced. How you, how 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 are the women going to deal with that? Hopefully, win. I, mean, I don't know. Like, I think our record is our record's like four thousand at a women's game, and that was the final against Hibs. So we've never had a crowd this big. So I don't I don't know how they'll do, but I think they'll do quite well because we played at Ibrox last season and we did all right. You know what I mean, so I'm hoping they're going to batter them four or five nil, and you know we'll be crowned champions, and they'll draw or whatever will happen. But it's going to be exciting either way. It's going to be immortality or heartbreak. So yeah, that's it, Wolf. It's it's literally you know do or die. You know, it's they have to beat Glasgow City, but obviously relying on beating the the goal difference from the East End. You know, it's it's it's. I would dare say. They're in a difficult situation, aren't they? Well, basically, they know what they need to do. First of all, they have to beat Glasgow City. And second of all, they need to score as many goals as we can. So, I mean, the top and bottom line is just keep going for goals. I mean, I mean, 
the having watched a lot of them, the girls this season, as you have yourself, Brian. Um, you know, they seem to go even last Sunday against Hibs, against Hart, sorry, uh, four nine up at half time, and they only got two second half. That's not going to be good enough on Sunday. They need to just keep going and going. I mean, look at the games where they only score one or two second half. We need to just keep going, score as many goals as we can, and just hope. I mean, I personally, I don't. I think they'll possibly outscore us, but they might not. It's going to be very, very exciting. Yeah, I mean, Gar, we've we've experienced helicopter Sundays, you know, with the men, uh, two thousand two, two thousand five, I think two thousand nine at Tanadice Wolf. That wasn't really a helicopter because yeah. we we're always going to win at Tanadice, yeah, but. but uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, we have had a couple of helicopter Sundays. I mean, it's nice to see that uh, the SWPL listened to the podcast because we were discussing it on Monday. And we said, where's the trophy going to be? And Carl said, Paul Madee. And it broke the other day that they've decided, looking at Google Maps, that Paul Madee's the best place to have the trophy in the back of a car. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know, Carl, but I mean, they, they obviously listen. <laughs> um, you predicted it, and that's exactly where they're going to be. I mean, I was half joking. I just assumed it would be at Ibrox and then whatever happens halftime, they'll maybe move. But I'm assuming they'll just stay there because that's where it's going to be either way, I assume. But I don't know. I was I was so confident and now I'm starting to get to that point where I'm, I don't know. But I've got a feeling they'll do it because you can tell all the interviews they've done, everything building up to it. They, they seem confident. And of course, they're not going to come out and say they're not confident, but... You can tell that they're they're bang up for it, and it's it's a dream, obviously, for Kathy Hill, the captain, to play at Ibrox and to potentially win a double, and then the next week a treble at, at Ibrox would be incredible for her. So it's just for all of them, it's going to be an incredible day, and the turnout's fantastic. I mean, ten thousand fans for a women's game, like in Scotland, is incredible. Like it's just fantastic for all of them, and I just hope they get it over the line. Yeah, I mean, Wolf, the the by by. Well, by all the numbers, it's you know the govern front sold out. The both corners are sold out. They're 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 even going up in the govern rear now, and even that's getting sold out. So I mean, you're looking at twelve, fifteen thousand you know people being there. I mean, if you'd said that even five years ago, it was unthinkable. But I mean, that sort of numbers that you're speaking about, it's it's ridiculous, isn't it? Brian, if you said that five months ago, it was un- it was unthinkable. I mean, look at the as Carl referenced the um, the League Cup final at, at Tynecastle. It was four and a half thousand at that game, you know, and that was a, and that was a, a cup final, you know. And okay, yeah, it was in Edinburgh, not in Glasgow, but I mean, I mean, the fact that that we've we've sold, we've actually sold ten thousand tickets. I mean, I know that uh, when when Celtic played Glasgow City last week, they got a crowd of nine and a half thousand, but they let their season ticket holders in for nothing. So basically, you just pitch up and come in. So we've actually sold these. These are people that have made a conscious effort to buy tickets to go and watch Rangers team. Uh, I just hope if it doesn't go well that they don't just give up on the women and say, well, that's it, we've tried it and it didn't work. You know, I mean, it could go anyway. We could win the game well and win the title. We could not score enough. We could draw the game. We could lose the game. Because let's be realistic, City's going to have a go at us because they need to win as well. So it's going to be a fabulous game of football. Uh, but the important thing, first and foremost, is to win the game. Because we have to finish at the very worst second. Because if we don't get Champions League, that's an absolute disaster. And I think that's a that's a fair point, Car. You know, Rangers are always built on Champions League and European football. So when when the women are faced with a, a, a well a conscious decision as European football or no European football, it's very it's very easy to say, well, 
can't do this, can't do that, but they need Europe, European football, don't they? Yeah, like that's the bare minimum, isn't it? The Cups, at least second, but you're, you're going for glory all the time. It's the, the fact that on Sunday it could either end up we win it, we end up second, or we end up third is just madness, really. And I'm trying not to think about the other two possibilities because I don't think my heart will take it, to be honest. But it's just, it's madness that it's got... Because last season we ran away with it. Do you know what I mean? We were like, what, 20 points ahead at one point? It was just... I don't think it was that much. I think I'm, I'm, I'm lying there. I don't know. I got a bit excited there. We, we were far enough ahead that it was done pretty much early enough that we knew. Whereas this one's crazy to come down to last day. And even, you know, Tess was saying she's never been in this situation and she's played football for however long. So for these players, it's so much pressure. But I think that adds a little bit of, I don't know what word I'm looking for here, a bit of excitement almost for them because... It's more important. Now, it's not done. You know, we said it was done how long ago? A month ago, we were saying this is done, it's over. And then they pulled it back to get six on last Sunday to get themselves in this position. It's just incredible. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I think Carl's very, very true. I mean, I think it was a month and a half, two months ago, we, we wrote the league off. You know, we said, well, that's it, it's done. All of a sudden, we've there's an opening, we're there. Okay, it's 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 a very slim chance, but it's there, and well, we never imagined that, did we? Oh, well, it's not really a slim chance. I mean, basically, if we score enough goals, we'll win the title. It's as simple as that. But as Carl says, we could also finish third in a three-horse race, which would be an absolute disaster. I mean, what's cost us is losing a 98th-minute goal to Celtic, and then a 94th-minute goal to Hearts from a penalty that really they just put the ball out for a corner. It's just bad defending, bad game management. So if we don't win it, it is our own fault. But conversely, if we do win it, it's because we've done enough. So it's our own fault again. So all we can do is go out and win the game. As I say, I just hope that all the people that are giving the women's game a chance for the first time ever, they go into Ibrox on Sunday, give it, continue to give it a chance, irrespective of how Sunday works out. You know, I mean, I'd like to think that it would increase the, increase the crowd at the cup final the following week when we're either going for a cup double or going for a treble. Let's hope we're going for a treble, but it might just be a cup double. If it is, then it is. Um... I mean, it's it's a strange one on Sunday because if we beat Glasgow City, we don't score enough Celtic win the title. And if we lose to Glasgow City, Glasgow City win the title, but we don't get Europe. You know, I mean, it's unthinkable that Celtic win the league. So we really have to just score as many goals as we can. And we're going to have to take risks. I mean, we've been quite good defensively, but we are really going to have to take risks at the back because I would quite happily risk losing a goal to score a few more. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a question here from Paul in the in the chat. You know, we missed our best striker at the start of the season, Jane Ross. I mean, Carr, that's I, I think that's a the the biggest understatement ever. I mean, Jane Ross was so crucial to us, and then she got the ACL, and well, that ruled that ruled her out for the whole season. You know, I mean, you, you can't underestimate how important Jane Ross is. Yeah, I mean, I, it's crazy that we didn't recruit. We did recruit to an extent, but then Dina left. Yeni didn't show up to what she should have been and then we didn't do anything about it in January. So we, we were banking on Kirsty Howitt doing what she's supposed to do and then she kind of fell off a little bit. So we've struggled a lot for striker, strikers and goals coming in. They came from other places in the park at the start of the season and then it just kind of fell away and we were winning 1-0, 2-0, which isn't good enough when you, it could potentially come down to goal difference. I would just like to point out, I'm not drinking tonight, so whoever said I'm steaming, I'm not... I mean, Wolf, 
just going on from what Carl said, you know, Jane Ross got the, the ACL at the start of the season. How 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 massive an impact do you think that's had on you know the girls and the season that they've faced? Well, I mean, I can understand not not bringing in a replacement for Jane at the start of the season in the summer window, um, because obviously you know the season we had the, the season we had last season when we were unbeaten and won the won the title probably thought they had enough to get over the line, but come but by January it was it was obvious that it was going to be very very close and we'd probably needed goals. So to not even bring somebody in on loan really is a dereliction of duty to me. They should have brought somebody in. I mean, I let Dina Oshman go and she didn't really score a lot of goals. But the only business we did in, in January was to let her go. We didn't bring a single soul in. Now, if we brought somebody in, I mean, it's it's not a coincidence that we've, st- we've started getting results since there's more goals coming from midfield. I mean, Sam Kerr started scoring goals again, which has been an enormous help to us uh, going, you know, going forward. But, I mean... As, as Carl touched on, uh, Kirsty Howitt kind of dried up for a while. All strikers go through a lean period, but there was nobody to bring in to replace her because we didn't replace Jane Ross. And we should really have brought somebody in in January, even if it was only on loan, just to just to cover that when the, inev- the inevitable the striker stops scoring goals. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll leave the women's section for a minute, Carr. Um, obviously, Rangers are playing Hibs on Sunday. Um, how do you see that going? I think we'll batter them. I think we should. We, I mean, we played Celtic last week and played them off the park, so there's no reason why we shouldn't. I think there'll be a lot of rotation. I think there should be anyway. Um, so I, I think it'll be a good game, and I think it'll be a, probably quite a high-scoring game. Do you see any personnel changes, Wolf, in the sense that, you know, McCrory was brought in, um, the, the Sakala was playing up front, you know, it was a totally... It was, from what we thought, it was a... a a very changed 11 that a lot of people thought. Do you see much changes from what we won against Celtic as against Hibs? I don't really think we've got the people to change, to be honest. I don't really think we have the personnel. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see Jack, uh, Zach Lovely starting, but he's away playing for England in the under-17 European Championships. Same, same with Bailey Rice. He's away playing in the same tournament. So I'd be looking to get the two of them in. But obviously they can't, they can't feature. So I don't think there'll be a lot of change simply because we don't have the bodies to change with. I mean... As, as they touched on in the first half of the pod, um, I think Robbie McCrory has to get the, the last three games. I would expect Alan McGregor to get some of the, some of the Hearts game at Ibrox on Wednesday, just because it's his last game at Ibrox. And they'll probably do like they did at the Cup final last year, which when it should have been his last game. And he'll come on possibly for slightly longer. Um, and they'll maybe do the same. I mean, the manager came out today and said that, that uh, early in the week they're going to let people know, you know who's going and who's staying. So I would think that might that might signal what, what Wednesday's team's going to look like against Hearts because I would imagine there'll be quite a few of them, um, you know, sort of waving goodbye to the crowd. Then whether they come off the bench or they start some and so they can get an ovation or whatever, I don't really know how he's going to do that. But I still want him to win the game because because let's be honest, our season's finished, right? But they're still they're still battling for third place in the league. It's between Aberdeen Hearts. Hibs have still got a chance. So I mean, for Sunday, I think Sunday's car says it could be a very very high scoring game because Hibs have got to go for it. Hibs are only a point behind Hearts, so that could. I'm not sure how that is with the, the European qualifying games. I don't know if that puts them in finishing fourth, puts them in around earlier or whatever. I don't really know. If nothing else, they want the bragging rights in the second set, you want them absolutely. I mean, that that's the thing, Car. You know, even though Rangers aren't in the title race, they've still got a a, a, a duty to, to play every game and, and win every game. The fans expect it, that's all they want, isn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, that's all we hope for every week, isn't it? It's just for them to go out and win. We've not really been doing that this season for large portions of it. So they need to go out with a bang now and finish and win every game that's coming up. And just before we finish, I need two predictions from both of you from Sunday. I need a first goal scorer. I need the correct score against Glasgow City. And I also need where Rangers are going to finish in the league after Sunday. Men. Eh, sorry, women. The men the men the men's means nothing, but I'm 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 on about the women. I need a first goal score for the women, the goal score the, the, the correct score, and then where Rangers are gonna finish in the league. While Carl's thinking about it, right? Okay, while Carl's thinking about it, right in there. Right, I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll do the lot, right? We'll, we'll annihilate Hibs, so we'll talk about Hibs as well. We'll annihilate Hibs, right? I'm not going to give you a score, but we'll absolutely annihilate them. Right? I'm on about Glasgow City. I know Sunday. you are. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Right? I'm giving Carl a bit of thinking time here, right? And if you knew me from my my, my uh, previous days as a as a bit of a DJ, give me a microphone, I never, ever shut up, so. Well, we know that, yes, yes. So, right, so the women's game at Ibrox on Sunday. Rangers will finish off top of the table. We'll win the league. We'll beat Glasgow City 6-1. I'll give them a goal. We'll beat Glasgow City 6-1. 6-1. 6-1, yep. First goal scorer will be Cathy Hill from a corner. And here's the one for you. Celtic throw with hearts. Ooh. I'm not quite can you, adventurous. Can you, are you that adventurous, Car? <laughs> no, I mean, I've been saying... And I'm only drinking water. Exactly, that's the worrying thing, eat your own water. I've been saying 4-0, so I'll keep it 4-0, because I think that's realistic and that's something that we can achieve. Uh, Ibrox, big pitch. First goal scorer, I don't know. I mean, probably it's going to be Lizzie Arnott. I'd love it to be Megan Bell, but I don't know if he starts her. So I'll say Lizzie Arnott, and we'll finish first. First. Yep. We're winning first. it all. We're win trebles on. Well, that's that's a fair change from what we said about was it a month and a half ago. We were just out of everything. That's it, done, dusted. But you're you're both saying winning it handsomely. So, Brian, given I'll be sitting beside you on the gantry on Sunday, which is thanks to all you guys, we're getting uh, media access. So, thanks very much to everybody that's that's here tonight. That's um, that ever watches the rabble. For some reason, they're giving us media access. That might be the last time we ever get it. Because if we win the league, the chances are I'll be off. I'll be off and through the enclosure and running a bit like a, like a madman. So because you're sitting with me, I want you to tell me this: your score, where we're going to finish, and who's going to score the first goal. I was hoping nobody would do that. You know, I was going to do that. I'm going to say Kirsty Howitt first goal scorer, and I'm going to go three 0 and Rangers win the league. Right, and before we go, Laura, you need to come here. You're sitting here as well. You need to tell us you're the you're the joy end. Yeah, this is the, this is the oracle of Rangers. When it comes, women. It comes to Rangers women's football. This is yeah. this is all you need to speak to. Laura knows absolutely everything. So, Laura, same question to you. I know you're going to say we're going to win the league. What's the score going to be? And give Brian this first goal scorer. Well, we'd already agreed for now, and first goal scorer, Cathedral. And just confirm for us all, where are we going to finish? First, and then we're going to win the cup the next game weekend. There you go. There you go. There you go, folks. Absolutely. Um, 
just a just a couple of uh, mentions. Um, uh, Caroline, Heather, and uh, Paul. I think it is. They can't make it tonight through health reasons. Um, love used to be here, but hi. Hope you're all well. I hope you're getting better. Ryan, why did you wave at the telly when the camera's there? Well, I know. I, I looked up there, I know. But anyway, I hope you're all getting better. I hope you're you're recuperating well. And we're missing you here because we know you'd love to be here. But anyway, before we go, Brian, I'll do the I'll do the outros because I'm better at it than you. Well, I'll on you go then. Right, all, first of all, Martin, thanks for organising this. Absolutely fantastic. Thanks to every single one of you that's here for coming along to listen to our absolute on a Friday night. But there's so many better things you can do. Uh, to to Lounge 72, to Ricky, fantastic. Thanks very much. He's been standing there for the last... Ricky's been standing there for the last hour holding, that, holding our, an iPhone. His arm must be quite sore now. His arm must be quite sore, right? So just just before we go, when when we when we finish when we when we turn the turn the stream off, we're actually having a raffle. We've got a few raffle prizes, which Martin's um Martin's kindly got. We've also managed to get I got this sent to me from David Herds, who we'll be doing an interview with next week. Because I'd already bought a copy of David's third book, which is which is nineteen seventy seven to seventy eight. We got this from David's publisher, so we're going to raffle raffle this off tonight as well towards the charity foundation. So thanks very much to, to David Herd and Pitch Publishing for that. And before we go, Martin, you better close it. You want to say a few words before we go? Better, better let the boss say a few words. Um, just a massive thank you again to everybody here tonight. And I'll repeat again that all monies raised is for the Rangers Charity Foundation. And on the Rangers Rabble Twitter page on Monday, once I've calculated everything, I'll let you know exactly how much we have managed um, to raise. Thank you to everybody watching on YouTube. Unfortunately, I couldn't pull up your comments as usual. Um, and I think really that's pretty much it. So, Brian, I will let you do the outro and I'll fanny a bit with the computer. That's okay. Thank you very much. Well, thank thank you, Carr. Um it's it's going to be a an epic sub, super Sunday. Um, is your heart get, is your heart rate going to cope? Yeah, I don't know to be honest. Just, I keep tossing between. I'm absolutely confident we're going to smash it. To I don't know. Ricky's arms getting really sore. By the way, I'm just keeping it going. There's tickets still available. By the way, if anybody's never been to a women's game and wants to come, it's great fun. It's very family friendly. It's not as boisterous as the men's game. So if you don't enjoy that, it's it's still there. But it's good fun. Absolutely, there's still tickets in the govern rear, I believe, Wolf. So you know, they've, I think it's. And given we've got media access, Brian, I've got a spare. <laughs> but anyway, my thanks to Wolf, my thanks to Carr, and my thanks to Martin, and, and thanks to all you lot, and thanks to Ricky and Lounge Seventy Two for having us tonight. It's been a, an absolute blast. I've really enjoyed this, and. We'll see you again soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.